Welcome to the Econ Dev Show. We explore the strategies, ideas, and insights that are driving economic development forward into the future. You'll hear new insights from passionate EDs about their successes and struggles. And you'll learn from attraction and retention experts about how to apply actionable strategies inside your EDO. We'll help take your organization, your community, and your career to the next level. Here's your host, Dane Carlson. Welcome back. I'm here with JP Saucier. He is the Director of Foreign Direct Investment in the city of Los Angeles for Investment Quebec. JP, welcome to the show. Thank you for inviting, uh, Dane. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to, uh, to share some of my experience with some fellow economic developers. You uh, seem like you have a really interesting job. Why don't you uh, tell us, first of all, what is Investment Quebec? Well, thanks. It's true. It's a truly interesting job, as uh, you probably know yourself. Invest Quebec is an economic development agency uh, serving businesses with operations in Quebec province. So we are a, a government organization. We provide financing or capital uh, to businesses with operations in Quebec, whether they are locally owned or they are part of a global group. We also help company access incentive programs such as, as our uh, video game or software edition tax credits. We also have a technology consulting division uh, that is helping businesses to evaluate, develop, or acquire new technologies. And finally, we have an export team in charge of helping companies find international clients and FDI team in charge of attracting foreign direct investment. And I am part of that later team. Right. So you are, I'm assuming from your title, you're in the foreign direct investment, uh, Los Angeles. So you're in the United States trying to get companies to move to Quebec or trying to get companies to open up offices in Quebec. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so Actually, I'm, I'm relocating to Los Angeles this month. I was there last week uh, to, to, to found a, a new place to live. Um, and I think I was successful. So in a couple of weeks, I'll be uh, moving then. I'm moving there and I'll be representing back in front of foreign investors on the West Coast. Gotcha. So, you know, I'll, I'll get to uh, travel on the West Coast and, and hopefully meet uh, some, uh, some interesting companies that are looking to expand in Canada. Sure. And you're, right now you're in Chicago. And how long have you been there in Chicago? That's true. So I came in Chicago um, eight years ago. Um, at the time, I was working for a different foreign investment uh, promotion agency. I was, was working... uh, inv Investment France, right? Exactly. So it was Invest in France, uh, later became Business France um, when they combined the export and the FDI team. So I, I was with them for, for nearly 10 years. Um, and that's, that's, that's how I got into this business. Basically, um, when I graduated uh, from my MBA in Montreal, um, I saw a job posting and it was based out of Toronto. And the job was to uh, convince uh, Canadian companies to expand. Um, and I'm a French citizen by my mother. I had done an exchange program during my MBA in France, and I had previously lived there for many years when I was uh, younger. So it seemed like a, a great match. So I went for an interview. And the next day they call me and they say, okay, well, uh, when can you start? And I was still finishing my, <laughs> uh, my, my program. Uh, so I said, okay, well, give me, uh, give me a month and uh, I'll be there. And that's how I got into the, the business. After five years in, in Toronto, um, there was an opening uh, in Chicago. And I had been here for, for trade shows in a previous career when I was a marketing manager for a kitchen cabinet company. So I already knew the city pretty well. And I was like, oh, this is somewhere I like to live. And that, that was a promotion as well. So uh, that's, that's how I came uh, to, to Chicago initially. 
Gotcha. So you're you're a Canadian with with French nationality by your mother, and you first started out recruiting businesses to leave Canada and go to France or to expand from Canada into France, or or was it to leave? And then uh, now absolutely. you're doing the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Right? So um, you know, you know that was quite interesting because um, when I was working for France, I helped some of the most prominent Quebec companies to uh, to open new factories, to set up R and D centers. So I, I really had the feeling I was helping you know both countries to succeed and and, and do business together. Uh, so I really uh, enjoyed that, that that experience, and uh, I continued doing it after afterwards with uh, with Midwest companies. And um, after five years for business friends in Chicago, Invest Quebec approached me and they were like, oh, you know, uh, you're, you're Quebecois and uh, you, you've been living in the Midwest for a long time. How will you feel about working for, uh, for the province of Quebec? And uh, of course, I was, um, I was very interested. So uh, we, we, we had, uh, you know, contact over about a year. And uh, at the end of that year, I was like, I called them and I'm, I'm interested <laughs> in, in joining the organization. Do you want to interview me? And they, they said, yes, absolutely. And uh, that, that, that's how I, you know, I got in this position with, with, with Invest Quebec. So it's been gotcha. three years. Um, uh -huh. in, in the Midwest. And um, I would have likely stayed longer because I'm very happy in Chicago. Uh, it's a great city. Uh, you've probably been here before. Great quality of life. Um, but at the same time, after eight years in the same, the same city, I, I felt that the opening in Los Angeles was a new challenge. Um, definitely interesting territory. You know, some of the biggest names in technology based on the West Coast. So I, I saw it as a way to uh, reinvent myself just a little bit mm -hmm. and, and to, you know, leverage my experience to, to now attract maybe investments in, in, in different areas. Um, thinking of the entertainment industry is a good example. Uh, the electronics industry also, uh, you know, very big out west. Uh, and of course, the, the technology sector, which is uh, right now our, our, our bread and butter at, at Invest Quebec. Gotcha. Interesting. Well, I'm sure you're not going to miss, well, maybe maybe you will at first, but I think that you probably won't miss those Chicago winters. I'd imagine in Quebec, they're, they're probably the same. But in Los Angeles, you won't have that. Everyone will get very excited uh, when there's a little bit of rain. Um, yeah, it, it, that's going to be, a, a, I would imagine, a huge cultural shift for you. <laughs> it, it, it's going to be fun, I'd imagine. You, you are correct. I'm someone that has always embraced winter. Uh, I do a lot of winter sports. Um, luckily, out west, they got very good mountains. So I, I, I felt that would be a good, good lifestyle for me. Uh, I will have to adapt to the good weather. I'm not used to that. You know, Chicago and, and Canada, you know, weather is maybe more challenging. But, you know, I, I never thought it was a problem. So that, that'd be a nice change to not have to dress up almost ever. <laughs> Right, exactly. Yeah, never have to wear a tie ever again. Um, and you'll be close, to, like you said, you'll be close to the mountains. So you can go right up the hill and, you know, go skiing and, and all of that in the winter. It's pretty easy. But you'll you'll also have that all the all those different kinds of businesses. So you said that Invest Quebec's like bread and butter is uh, technology businesses. So is that the kind of things that that you target on a regular basis? Yeah, definitely. So we, we do work with um, with all industries, and uh, all industries now uh, are you know uh, developing new technologies, and uh, almost every business now is a software business. But if you look at Quebec, um, and in the past, you know, ten to twenty years, we really became a, a hub for uh, technological innovation. We we have some. Um, you know, great scientists um, in the field. You know, one example is our um, artificial intelligence cluster. Some of the uh, machine learning algorithms that uh, everyone uses today 
um, are, um, you know, have been developed in Montreal by some of our most prominent professors. And they created basically uh, a whole um, industry and that is now working with a lot of international groups, the big names in, in technology, but also some smaller companies uh, that gave birth also to, to many startups, uh, some of which Invest Quebec has also supported. So um, yeah, definitely technology has been driving foreign investment since I joined and even before that. Gotcha. So how you're an economic developer, you are in the place that you're recruiting from, as opposed to most economic developers are in the place that they're recruiting to. So how does that work for you? How do, how do you go about finding um, companies to, to ex expand into Quebec? Yeah, first, let me tell you that uh, most of our team is actually in Quebec province, um, in Montreal and Quebec City and, you know, other areas of the province as well. And they are ready to, to help companies, to welcome them, and help them, you know, find um, any kind of services uh, or find uh, a suitable. My role being in market, being where, uh, you know, the, the, the prospects are, is really to, um, to reach out to them, to engage with them. Quebec is not necessarily first of mind when it comes to expanding somewhere in, in North America. So my job is to make sure that people are aware of all the advantages we offer, quite unique and not that well known, especially out west. Um, so my job is to make sure that we are part of the conversation and uh, when it's a good fit, we're um, very successful at uh, convincing companies to, you know, to study a location in Quebec and uh, very often they uh, end up choosing, you know, to expand. Gotcha. So let's let, drill down a little bit how that works. So they would reach out to Invest Quebec originally, they would, they would reach out to Invest Quebec and then they would sort of forward you their name and, and you would go visit them or, or something like that? Is that how that would work? Well, that, that is ideal. Most of the time I'm doing the legwork and I'm doing the outreach and, and, and trying to find which companies are uh, expanding and which ones uh, may be interested in either in, in Canada as a market or either in, in some of our uh, assets because, you know, the talent is the new oil. Everybody is looking for talent right now. Mm -hmm. uh, some people are looking for clean energy. We have this. We, we have hydroelectricity. Um, so, you know, we, ha we have a number of facets. So when I see there's a match with what a company is looking for and what we can offer, I, I reach out to, uh, to the management, basically, and ask them if they're interested in a conversation. And from there, uh, hopefully, we'll uh, identify the areas where, uh, you know, they, they're interested in investing, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll work together until the investment is, is completed. Gotcha. Interesting. That, that is going to be uh, an, an interesting experience, I think, especially on the West Coast. Um, you know, I grew up in California, and... You know, every once in a while, I'd work with somebody who was a, a northeasterner. They were from, you know, the the northeast somewhere, and they would just somebody would call on the phone, and they'd be speaking French. And this northeasterner, somebody who'd grown up there, would just jump on the phone and start speaking French. Whereas in California, you know, it's always Spanish or, um, you know, something else. I I'd imagine that's going to be an interesting sort of challenge to even illustrate or show that that Quebec is this place that has these great advantages and, and it's a different place. What do you think the language uh, barrier is an issue? The the difference in language between, you know, Quebec and the rest and the, well, and the United States, I guess. How does how does the French language play in? Well, well, interestingly, um, it, it, it doesn't tend to come up um, when, when I speak with uh, foreign investors. And uh, as you know, as we mentioned before, I, I worked for, you know, the 
two francophone jurisdictions of France and, and now Quebec. It, it tended to be a more an issue working for France where, you know, people will want to talk about the language. But working for Quebec, it doesn't even come up most of the time. With foreign investors, I don't think they see it as something that's going to be difficult or cause them any problem. And uh, it's very easy to find uh, bilingual staff in, uh, in Quebec or English-speaking staff. One uh, stat that we like to use is the fact that more people in Montreal speak English than in Vancouver, which is the third largest city in Canada. So it's usually not an issue to find uh, you know, uh, people with the language skills uh, that you want. And you mentioned Spanish. Well, we are, uh, you know, Montreal is the, the most trilingual city in, in Canada. So there's a, a large amount of people that speak uh, three languages. And Spanish is, you know, the, the third language that is the most spoken in the province. So that can actually sometimes even be an advantage. And uh, of course, you know, there's a little bit of compliance with, with, with some requirement to use French for some official papers. But that's something that, you know, the, the local team will, will handle pretty seamlessly. So it doesn't tend to cause um, any issues. And we have a lot of global companies operating in, in, in Quebec, and almost none of them will you know, ever mention that it's, it's something that prevents them from, from being su successful. Well, that's good to know. I think you know, sometimes we live in such a... Here in the United States, we live such insular lives that we don't we don't think about these things. And when we're po when they're posed before us, it it sometimes we we say, oh wow, that's that's something I had never thought about. So that that's very interesting. I had never thought about that. So, um, tell me about from from Chicago. Tell me about some of your big wins. You know, who have you um, helped recruit? Well, uh, recently uh, we we had a medical um, equipment company. Um, medical supply company that has set up a large distribution center that that, that happened during the pandemic. So I guess it's a timely, That's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good timing for that. We had several wins also um, in the food processing um, business, which is, of course, uh, very big out here um, in, in the Midwest. Uh, and, you know, companies, um, you know, one example is that we have about an hour from Montreal, the largest chocolate plant in North America, and it's actually one of the largest in the world that supply a lot of the U.S. with, with chocolate. So this is a company, a Swiss company by Barry Calbo. Um, they have their uh, regional headquarters here in Chicago. So they're constantly reinvesting in their, their, their factory. You know, this is some examples, um, but as I said, um, nowadays, we, we, we see a lot of companies making investment in the technology sector. Software is, is huge. Uh, so it can be a small companies that develop a specialized software solution. They're looking for talent. Uh, they're looking uh, for uh, somewhere that is cost efficient and, and business friendly. So we got a lot of those type of companies which you know, will create. Uh, they all often start with hiring 10, 20, 30 people. And, uh, and eventually that grows to, uh, to hundreds of people in many cases. And so I mentioned technology being our, our bread and butter is definitely the area where uh, we get the most interest right now. I think there's a big need uh, for all those companies to expand and to recruit, you know, competent staff. And we can, we can offer that. And you, and you mentioned that you have hydroelectric, so that makes your electricity probably very inexpensive. Yeah, absolutely. So an area where um, our government hopes to attract uh, major investments right now is um, electric vehicles uh, and, and batteries for electric vehicles. These plants are, are usually energy intensive. 
they require a lot of electricity. And so the goal, you know, with the electric vehicle is to make the transportation sector cleaner. If you power those plants with, let's say, coal fire, uh, you know, power plant, now you're, you're emitting CO2 in the air to basically be able to not emit CO2 when you're driving. So we, 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 can, we can answer that. We have 99% of our electricity is uh, from renewable. It's mostly hydropower and some wind power as well. We have some of the cheapest, if not the cheapest, electricity in North America. So, you know, these are assets that are unique uh, and that, frankly, nobody else in North America. Norway might be the only other country that has a similar uh, situation. So we, we are, I'm part of, um, you know, a, a special team right now that works with the, the transportation industry. And we're trying to attract those uh, majors. So hopefully we'll get some uh, good news. Uh, we had some local uh, companies announcing uh, EV battery plants already quite recently. And uh, we hope that uh, we'll get, uh, you know, some of the large uh, international player to, uh, to, to join and to, uh, to also invest in the province. Well, that's, uh, that's fascinating. I, I just find that so interesting. This is something I've never thought about. Um, never thought about Quebec as a as a sort of economic engine that it that it, you're making it sound like, and I had never thought about the the hydroelectric. I know that in uh, Oregon they have some places uh, in the state of Oregon. There's some places on uh, a river that are that have a ton of hydroelectric power, and so I'd imagine it's the same. You probably can use that for cooling. You can probably use that for all kinds of things. So that's that's very interesting. Um, talking more about your move to Los Angeles, is this is this a promotion for you? It's not really a promotion. It's it's more of a lateral move um, okay. in the sense um, it's, the, it's the same title, it's the same position. It's just a different market. The West Coast market is, is a very big one. So I think it's a, you know, a recognition of my work uh, that you know, I was delivering good results. So I, I see it as something very positive. And in this line of work, you know, your job postings are very important and they tell a lot about you. So it's my fourth po posting in, in three different cities. So uh, that's, that's always a good sign when you see that people that are in this line of work, I've got, you know, uh, new assignments. It's a sign that, that they, they, they've been uh, doing uh, something, something good. Something I, I right. So yes. Very happy about it. Yes. That's good. So you're, you're going to get moved out there. You said in the next month or so, is that what you said? And, yeah, actually within a couple of weeks, yeah. Oh, within a couple of weeks. So what's the first thing you're going to do when you're, you know, when you get there? What what work-wise? You know, I, I you're going to do some touristy things I'd imagine, but but work-wise, like what's the first thing you're going to do? How are you going to die? Yeah, so uh, well the first thing is to engage uh, with our with our prospects. So I've got uh, a few high-level prospects that uh, I'm hoping uh, to visit. Uh, now, you know, with COVID, it's still we're still in between, you know, we're still doing uh, a lot of virtual meetings, but but very soon I expect this will change. So I'll be ready to to go and meet people face to face, and and that's the core of uh, you know of my business. Uh, I was actually there last week to find housing, but meanwhile I actually saw a few a few clients. So wearing masks and doing everything right, uh, but I was uh, able to visit their site, and you know uh, some exciting expansion projects are you know are are being are in the works right now. So um, I'd say the first thing I'm going to do is probably visit my, my colleagues at the Canadian consulates to, to engage with them and uh, make sure we are on the same page and uh, that, that, that we support each other. And then it's, it's going to be, you know, um, visiting our, our main prospects there. Right. It, I think we're all looking forward to getting back out there and being able to visit face-to-face -face with 
with our Absolutely. prospects. And, uh, and then on my free time, I, I, I think I'm going to try to take on uh, surfing. So <laughs> Surfing. Well, that'll be excellent. I, I, I've never done that myself, but I think it looks, looks like a good time. So I'd imagine that'll be fun. Well, excellent. Um, let's see. As we, as we sort of close up here, um, do you have any advice for someone who maybe wants to do something similar, wants to get into this line of work? What, what advice would you have? Well, first, um, this uh, line of work I'm uh, happy to recommend uh, because it's it's so interesting. You get to work with every industry. You get to learn a lot of things about very random subjects that you will never uh, think are so interesting. And and also to meet uh, a lot of interesting business leaders uh, are often interesting people. They they, they like you know they, they they like to speak about what what they're doing. And they like they like to teach you also. So I, I think it's um, it's a great uh, way to to learn um, a lot of things about many many different subjects. Uh, my advice to economic developers will be that you know um, understand where your client is coming from, understand or ask them you know what what are they concerned about, and and find out okay well this company their issue is probably right now recruiting this type of worker and go to them with with some solutions and and when you do that you're usually very successful at uh, engaging with people and they feel you understand their problem and uh, you might be able to help them solve it. And uh, I think this is the right way to approach our business. I think that's excellent advice. I I agree completely. We get to learn so many interesting random um, bits from all kinds of different industries. You know, we learn about just all kinds of things. It's amazing. And then it is, um, you know, you get to meet people and you get to meet people and you get to really help them. And the, the best way to help them is to sort of really understand what their issues are, what motivates them, what their concerns are, and and just really dive in. So, I mean, the the fun thing about being an economic developer is you're always learning new things. Absolutely. I, I can't agree more. Then one final question. If any of our listeners would like to reach out and contact you, what's the best way for them to do that? Well, the best way for them to reach out to me is to either find me on LinkedIn or um, send me an email. My email is jp.saucier, S-A-U-C-I-E-R, at invest-quebec.com. So that's that's my email address. But uh, if you Google my name, you'll find uh, my email address as well as my uh, LinkedIn account. Uh, So I'm really easy to uh, get a, a hold of. Excellent. Well, JP, it's been my pleasure having you on today. Um, Good luck and thank you again. Well, thank you, Dane. It's a pleasure. You've been listening to the Econ Dev Show with Dane Carlson. If you're an economic developer who never stops learning, for more expert strategies, fresh insights, and new ideas to take your career, organization, and your community to the next level, visit us on the web at econdevshow.com. 